Hey everybody, welcome to our podcast today. Um, I'm going to be talking about 1 Thessalonians 3 and um, just reminded of the context of this passage is Apostle Paul was worried about the Thessalonian church and how they would, fa- they would fare on their own because he knows that they're going to face uh, suffering and affliction and he reminds them both in verse 3 and verse 4 that this is what we're destined for. I thought about what does that reveal about Apostle Paul and um, first, I think he recognizes just um, he's a very he's a realist. He knows what's going to happen. He knows what they're going to face, a difficulty, and um, he expresses it shows his concern for them. He's worried, and so I think we see that here as picture of being burdened for them. And I think this is a picture of of love and care. And um, I think it is a beautiful picture. But often, I think as I was thinking about this, um, we can often misunderstand or even miss uh, see this and. Like in my immature days, uh, this kind of concern and worry, I, like in my mom, I would think, oh, she's just kind of smothering me or kind of nagging me, just checking in on me. And I think that could be kind of the worst ways we, we see it because, you know, when you're um, someone more uh, seasoned or an older person and you see a younger one, you kind of worry about them and go, oh, man, are they going to be okay? And how are they faring and how are they doing? But and I think that's like our parents. Uh, they see us and they often worry about how we are. And in my mature days, it's like, ah, leave me alone, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> but um, I think spiritually we can translate that too in terms of when we see our mentors or even fellow peers who are looking out for us. And sometimes it can feel overbearing. And but I think we have to ask, you know, where does that come from? And I think it is a loving heart and caring heart. Um, I mean, hopefully, you know, from our friends as well. And I was thinking about Hebrews 3, that, you know, we're called to see to it, brothers, that none of you has a sinful and unbelieving heart. And... Uh, it's challenging because we see that in the case of Thessalonians, like they're suffering affliction and difficulties, and that's what's leading them, uh, could lead them astray. And so Apostle Paul in verse 5, he says, you know, when he could bear it no longer, he sent to learn about their faith because he, he was fearful of how the tempter had tempted them. And I was thinking about our context right now, a lot of us at home in the summer, and uh, what is it that... Um, you know, I'm fearful of uh, for myself and for others is that, you know, we're not, not that we're going to suffer affliction or, um, you know, uh, these kinds of physical sufferings, because really that's, that's hardly the case, especially here in America. And for all of us in San Diego, well, like that's not going to happen, but it is, I think the temptations of, of what is it is to quit or it's to say, I don't have to do this, or I don't have to try so hard or push so hard, or even, um, you know, whether it's waking up to do my DTs or pray or call people or just see how they're doing or engage with others. And um, even for those of you maybe at the workplace and internships or in summer school, we look at people around us and sometimes you can see their comfortable lives and nice things that they have and the kinds of things they talk about or joke about or even things they watch and are into. And this could even be our own family too that can make us feel a little tempted. Oh man, I wish I could engage or uh, you know take in some of those things. And I think that's where that verse five, the tempter, he's going to tempt us to do what? To to quit, to not keep pressing on, not keep enduring and uh, being faithful. And in verse eight, it says how they were steadfast, standing fast in the Lord. They were steadfast. They were faithful. And that is the call for all of us that we have to think about, man, this is the call. We have the vision, as I shared last Friday, right, to share the gospel, to be gospel bearers. And what is it that's going to um, take us away, what's going to break that, what's going to um, cause that to not happen, it is going to be uh, when we're tempted by the things of this world. And so 
um, just want to encourage you wherever you're at home. You know, maybe you f- felt like you've been slipping a little bit in your spiritual disciplines or, you know, feel a little more lackadaisical because it is summer and it's kind of easier to coast. But just want to challenge all of us uh, to really uh, receive the call and the mantle and, and, and um, to really give it our, our best to spur one another on uh, to stand fast in the Lord. And maybe you need that or maybe... You know, it's about doing that with your friends and giving them a call, see who's not here, see how they're doing, what's going on with them, encourage them. Uh, you know, yesterday it was about how we encourage, exhort, and uh, maybe we need to do a little bit of that just to see how they're they're doing and to pray for them, pray for people who uh, are not here. And I think that creates a genuine loving care as we see through Apostle Paul's life. Um, last point that kind of struck me is uh, in verse 12, and uh, I like the NLT version there where it says, you know, he says to love more and more, but then he, and then in 13, uh, it says, he says, make your heart strong, blameless, and holy. And, um, you know, he wanted them to increase in love for one another and, and, and another and for all. Um, but then it says, what will that do? It'll make your heart strong, blameless, and holy. And it's interesting. What does he pray for? More competence, more skills, more abilities? No, it's that they would love more. And I think it's because he realizes as you love, what what happens to us, we become stronger. We learn to care for others. Those muscles become stronger. Our heart becomes stronger because we've exercised the ability to care for one another, think about what it's like to be someone else, what they're going through. Uh, and then blameless. Why blameless? Because they're, that we are responsible for one another. It's not like what the world says, you know, as it, which follows the the words of Cain, am I my brother's keeper? And you know, the Bible's answer to that is yes, and more. You're more than just your brother's keeper. We need to spur one another on. And so in that way, I think we become blameless and then holy because, man, as we try to love other people, we see, wow, it's so hard, so difficult, and we see our own sinfulness, our own weaknesses, and cause us to cry out to God and for his you know, sanctifying work to happen in us. So really hope that, um, that's my prayer for all of us, that our love would abound more and more. And in that process, we become stronger, blameless and holier. So just want to encourage you with those words. See you guys. Bye.